0: Of the Trinity. And so at this time, I ask everyone to please stand as you're able and join in singing hymn 362, found in the blue hymnal. Our service of Holy Eucharist, right to, begins on the front of our service booklet, and for those who wish to follow, in the red prayer books on page three hundred fifty-five. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and blessed be His kingdom now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you have given to us your servants grace by the confession of a true faith to acknowledge the glory of your eternal Trinity and in the power of your divine majesty to worship the unity. Keep us steadfast in this faith and worship and bring us at last to see you in your one and eternal glory, O Father, who with the Son and the Holy Spirit live and reign, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated for the readings.
1: A reading from the book of Genesis. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth... The earth was a formless void and darkness covered the face of the deep while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light and God saw that the light was good and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness he called night and there was evening and there was morning the first day. And God said, there will be a dome in the midst of the waters and let it separate the waters from the waters. So God made the dome and separated the waters that were under the dome from the waters that were above the dome, and it was so. God called the dome sky, and there was evening, and there was morning, the second day. And God said, let the waters under the sky be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear, and it was so. God called the dry land earth, and the waters that were gathered together he called seas. And God saw that it was good. And God said, Let the earth bring forth vegetation, plants yielding seed, and fruit trees of every kind on earth that bear fruit with the seed in it. And it was so. The earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed of every kind, and trees of every kind bearing fruit with the seed in it. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning the third day. And God said, and filled the waters in the seas, and let the birds multiply on the earth. And there was evening, and there was morning, the fifth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures of every kind, cattle and creeping things, and wild animals of the earth of every kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals of the earth of every kind, and the cattle of every kind, and everything that creeps upon the earth of every kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds in the air, and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. God said, See, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree with seed in its fruit. You shall have them for food. And to every beast on the earth, and to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth, and to everything that has breath of life, I have given every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw everything that he had made, and indeed, it was very good. And it was evening, and it was morning, the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all their multitude. And on the seventh day, God finished the work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day for all the work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and hallowed it, because on it God rested from all the work that he had done in creation. These are the generations of the heavens and the earth when they were created. The word of the Lord.
0: Thanks be to God.
1: are reading from the book of Corinthians Finally brothers and sisters farewell put things in order listen to my appeal agree with one another live in peace and the god of love and peace will be with you greet one another with a holy kiss all the saints greet you the grace of the lord jesus christ the love of god and the communion of the holy spirit be all of you be with all of you the word of the lord
0: thanks be to god our sequence or gospel hymn this morning is hymn 295. We'll sing all three verses prior to the reading of the gospel. I invite those who are able to please stand and join in singing hymn 295. Found in the blue hymnal. the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory Glory to you, you, Lord Christ. Christ. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, To the end of the age. The gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Christ. Christ.
2: perfect triune God we approach you with wonder and mystery for you are in some way Father Son and Holy Spirit amen Trinity Sunday is the day when young preachers like me often are standing up here as an act of hazing because there's no easier opportunity to be a heretic than on Trinity Sunday. This great mystery, that Father, Son, and Spirit are somehow one but yet three, distinct but never separate, it's enough to make your brain leak out of your ears, especially if you try to find that one perfect metaphor. And I did try, but when the best metaphor I came up with for the Trinity was that of an egg salad sandwich, I decided to follow in the footsteps of the early church and take a few more centuries to ponder it. Yes, the search for a non-heretical and yet useful metaphor for what the Trinity is, or what the Trinity does, or how the Trinity works, that search is ongoing. And as a great mystery, I suspect it always will be. But then I was reminded of an ancient metaphor, not so much of what the Trinity is or how it works, but how the Trinity is within itself. The nature of what it might look like to envision God in community with God's self. To be able to steal a glance at such a beautiful idea that God loves God's self perfectly first, and then extends that love to us. The unstoppable motion of a triune God lilting here and there, spinning and swirling love as the engine of all creation, the Trinity as a divine dance. Do you remember a time you were asked to dance? Maybe it was a dark, shabby school gymnasium decorated with as much teenage angst as it was decorated with crepe paper. Maybe it was at a wedding, and you were dressed to the nines, and although that dance floor was crowded, it felt somehow like you and your sweetheart were the only ones there, swaying to the song that you knew was written just for you. Maybe it was at a party, and the music was pounding, and you were jumping, And you took in the joy of that moment, shining from the faces of the loved ones dancing with you. And at least in that moment, you knew everything was going to be okay. And while, of course, there's nothing wrong with dancing alone, it actually can be pretty therapeutic, adding at least one other partner to our dance really changes the experience into something else. It becomes something bigger than the sum of its parts. Dancing doesn't make anything or fix anything. It doesn't even really say anything intrinsically. Dancing is connection for the sake of connection. Rather than reflect on what we, what we do or what we are as a species that dances, I think it says something powerful about how we are as a species that dances. And so, what does it mean if God dances too? Then God said, let us make humankind in our image, according to our likeness. We hear from this morning's creation account from Genesis. Our image. In the beginning, there was a we at the wellspring of creation. In the beginning, there was a relationship which was contemplating how much of its own characteristic would be inked into the blueprint of all living things. And from the beginning, there has been an invitation to be part of that divine we, that relationship that is being itself. A choreography, maybe, of love that is perfectly complete in itself, but that also calls us to take part of that relationship simply out of pure grace and delight that we exist at all. You may have seen this very famous icon by the Russian 15th century Russian painter Andrei Rublev. The three angelic figures here are set to represent the Trinity. And there are layers upon layers of symbols that actually this is only a small section of the, of the larger work. You could spend an entire day praying with this icon and really contemplating anything, frankly, about the Trinity, but from this far vantage point maybe you can make out the color for an example. Over here we have an angelic figure robed in gold to represent the perfect completeness And kingship of the Father. Here in the middle we have a figure robed in blue. Blue brings to mind elements of air and water, somehow a mixture which we can see in the divinity and the humanity of the Christ in Jesus. And then over here we have a figure robed in green for the Spirit, life-giving, verdant, always here to bring new life. And even how these figures are placed, how they're sitting, whether or not their wings overlap, all has something to say for the painter. The symbolism goes on layer upon layer. But one really interesting note, and I'm going to place this down here once I'm finished, so please take a look. There's a very, very small square right at the base of this table. Later reproductions of this have made that square just kind of a hole in the table. But so many scholars think that actually the original had a piece of paint missing right there because something was adhered to it. They had glued something onto this icon. And the best guess is that the author had attached a mirror onto this painting. So that when praying with this icon, whoever looked at this relationship of God with God's self, the Trinity, it was impossible not also to see themselves sitting at this table, their face within the divine circle. There's no need to have figured it all out before contemplating what it might really mean to live as though we believe There is a perfect, balanced, and active, loving, pouring out for us from this divine place. In his book, The Divine Dance, Richard Rohr reminds us of something, though, as we approach the Trinity. You can go to church every day for the rest of your life. God isn't going to love you any more than God loves you right now. You cannot make God love you any less, either. Not even an ounce less. Do the most terrible thing, steal and pillage and cheat and lie, and God won't love you any less. You cannot change the divine mind about you. What we can do, however, is learn how to believe it, to receive it, to trust it, to allow it, and to celebrate it accepting the Trinity's whirlwind invitation to join a cosmic dance. So what will your dance be with the triune God? Will it be an elegant waltz? A more energetic foxtrot? Maybe it needs to just be a slow sway, resting your head safely in the nape of God's neck. God offers a hand, maybe three hands, to join the divine dance every day. Don't worry about knowing the steps. Just accept the invitation to dance. But hurry up, because the music has already started to play. Amen.
0: Please stand as you are able and join me in affirming our faith with the Nicene Creed. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. In peace, let us pray to the Lord saying,
2: Lord, have mercy. For the Holy Church of God, that it may be filled with truth and love and be found without fault on the day of your coming. We pray to you, O Lord.
0: Lord, have mercy.
2: For Michael, our presiding bishop, for Nicholas, our own bishop, for all bishops and other ministers, and for all the holy people of God, we pray to you, O Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all who fear God and believe in you, Lord Christ, that our divisions may cease and that all may be one as you and the Father are one, we pray to you, O Lord.
0: Lord, have mercy.
2: For the mission of the church that in faithful witness it may preach the gospel to the ends of the earth, we pray to you, O Lord.
0: Lord, have mercy. For
2: those who do not yet believe, and for those who have lost their faith, that they may receive the light of the gospel, we pray to you, O Lord.
0: Lord, have mercy. For the peace of this
2: world, that a spirit of respect and forbearance may grow among nations and peoples, we pray to you, O Lord.
0: Lord, have mercy.
2: For those in positions of public trust, especially Joseph, our president, and Daniel, our governor, that they may serve justice and promote the dignity and freedom of every person, we pray to you, O Lord.
0: Lord, have mercy.
2: For all who live and work in this community, especially those who staff our hospitality industry and those whose work is on the sea, we pray to you, O Lord.
0: Lord, have mercy. For a blessing
2: upon all human labor, and for the right use of the riches of creation, that the world may be freed from poverty, famine, and disaster. We pray to you, O Lord.
0: Lord, have mercy. For the poor, the
2: persecuted, the sick, and all who suffer, for refugees, prisoners, and all who are in danger, that they may be relieved and protected. We pray to you, O Lord.
0: Lord, have mercy. For this
2: congregation, for all who are present, and for those who are absent, that we may be delivered from hardness of heart and show forth your glory in all we do. We pray to you, O Lord.
0: Lord, have mercy. For
2: our enemies and those who wish us harm, and for all whom we have injured or offended, we pray to you, O Lord.
0: Lord, have mercy
2: for all who have commended themselves to our prayers, for our families, friends, and neighbors, that being freed from anxiety, they may live in joy, peace, and health. We pray to you, O Lord.
0: Lord, have mercy. In our parish cycle of prayer, we pray for James Cashola, Anthony and Colleen Capezza, and Chuck, Sherry, Liam, and Aidan Carberry. We pray also today for the repose of the soul of Antonio Pacheco. And we pray in the diocesan cycle of prayer for the churches that are given in glory to the Trinity, especially Trinity Newport. For all who have died in the
2: communion of your church and those whose faith is known to you alone, that with all the saints they may have rest in that place where there is no pain or grief, but life eternal. We pray to you, O Lord.
0: Lord, have mercy.
2: Rejoicing in the fellowship of the ever-blessed Virgin Mary, blessed Peter, our patron, and all the saints, let us commend ourselves and one another and all our life to Christ our God.
0: To you, O Lord our God. For yours is the majesty, O Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory, now and forever. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Please be seated. And at this time, I invite anyone who has a birthday or a wedding anniversary during the month of June to come forward. So we've got, let's see, let's put birthdays over here. And we'll put anniversaries over here. The Lord be with you.
2: And also with you.
0: Let us pray. Oh God, our times are in your hand look with favor, we pray, on your servants as they begin another year. Grant that they may grow in wisdom and grace and strengthen their trust in your goodness all the days of their lives through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
2: Oh God, you have so consecrated the- Send, therefore, your blessing upon these, your servants, that they may so love, honor, and cherish each other in faithfulness and patience, in wisdom and true godliness, that their home may be a haven of blessing and peace through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen.
0: And the peace of the Lord be always with you. you. Let us greet one another with a sign of Christ's love for us. Peace. Please be seated. So again, uh, welcome back to Drake after a month away. While he was gone, he went to a conference on preaching last week. And I didn't think he could get any better. But certainly, there's another wonderful homily on a very tough subject. So thank you for your homily this morning. I keep saying I have to keep upping my game every time he preaches, so it's—I'm not sure I can keep up with him. But anyway, it's great to have you back. Um, Also, thank you to everyone who is helping out uh, this morning with the services. To Emily, who's reading to the Sardellis for um, ushering this morning, and to Nancy, Dawson, and Bob. My brain has just—what? Mark, uh, for doing coffee hour. There's a wonderful coffee hour. We tried to have it outside, but it was a little too cold at 8 o'clock, so we brought it inside, so coffee is available after the service in the parish hall. Also just realized, we have pulled out of the depths this microphone and hooked it in. Hopefully this will help for those who are having a hard time hearing me from this position. So coming up in the month of June, we have two major events one is a week from wednesday is our monthly community-wide meal everyone is invited it is dinner on the lawn hopefully weather will be a little warmer by then and the um, menu is oven baked chicken and all that goes with it it is free provided for you are welcome to bring friends neighbors grandchildren anybody There is a sign-up in the back of the church, and there will be a sign-up on the e-net, um, this coming e-net. So that is there. I think it may actually be there now. Also coming up on the 29th. My head just went blank, so excuse me. Nope. We have the first of our speaker series, and that will have... um, How can I forget? Kate Brewster from the uh, Johnny Cake Center talking about the extent of poverty and hunger in our community and what is being done about that. That is on the 29th at 7 p.m. Again, another wonderful time to bring friends, relatives, anyone in the area come here to experience both hospitality and part of the life here at St. Peter's. Finally, looking ahead to the 25th, uh, the bishop will be here at both the 8 and the 10:15 service. At both services, we will be celebrating the rite of confirmation and reception. We have an adult being received into the church at 8 a.m. service, and Jackie Lennon will be, re- will be confirmed at the 10-15 service on the 25th. So we have a lot going on. Also at 9 o'clock, there will be a Q&A time with the bishop in the parish hall. So if you have questions for the bishop, or want to know what's going on, that's the time to come. And then after the um, main service, or the 1015 service, we'll have a nice coffee hour for the bishop and some more time to have fellowship, followed by the vestry having time to meet with the bishop For their time with him only so that is his schedule that day is a wonderful and glorious day it's also the feast day of saint peter and paul and that's why he comes every year on that day to celebrate with us our paternal our paternal feast finally there are sign-ups available in the back of the church and online through the enet or the qr codes for flowers and for lay ministry again thank you to everyone who has signed up so far online it's beginning to take hold, it's wonderful, and the fact that people respond on Fridays with the we need help on Sunday button, Uh, we've been able to have um, a full um, complement of lay ministers helping out with Sunday services, and then on Fridays with the community market. Those are my announcements at this time. Are there any other announcements for the good of the order? Zoe. Good morning, Church. Good morning
3: me from the back uh, we just actually organized a group of uh, what we call st peter's christian women's group and the group is consists of um, prayers um planning multiple small events ministry for the church if anyone is interested please feel free to join you can contact me Jane we are still trying to figure out other things um, that we can do but actually it's a wonderful group that I think that if somebody who's working already in the church doing anything and you can't make it or for every reason, we can then jump in and kind of fill in that slot. So that's why, again, the group is really important that you you know participate in it. So it's gonna be really great to have anybody who wants to come in and join. Thank you so much. Thank
0: you. <laughs> As we begin a new season, we begin a new worship book, our Eucharistic prayer is Eucharistic Prayer C. For those following in the Book of Common Prayer, that can be found on page 369. The Lord be with you And also with you Lift up your hearts
3: we give thanks to the Lord.
0: Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. God of all power, ruler of the universe, you are worthy of glory and praise glory to you forever and ever at your command all things came to be the vast expanse of interstellar space galaxies suns the planets in their courses and this fragile earth our island home by your will they were created and have their being from the primal elements you brought forth the human race and blessed us with memory reason, and skill. You made us the rulers of creation, but we turned against you and betrayed your trust, and we turned against one another. Have mercy, Lord, for we are sinners in your sight. Again and again you called us to return. Through prophets and sages you revealed your righteous law, and in the fullness of time, You sent your only Son, born of a woman, to fulfill your law, to open for us the way of freedom and peace. By his blood he reconciled us, by his wounds we are healed. And therefore we praise you, joining with the heavenly chorus, with prophets, apostles, and martyrs, and with all those in every generation who have looked to you in hope, You proclaim with them your glory in their unending hymn. And so, Father, we who have been redeemed by him and made a new people by water and the Spirit, now bring before you these gifts. Sanctify them by your Holy Spirit to be the body and blood of Jesus Christ our Lord. On the night he was betrayed, he took bread, said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his friends and said, Take bread eat this is my body which is given for you do this for the remembrance of me after supper he took the cup of wine gave thanks and said drink this all of you this is my blood of the new covenant which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Remembering now his work of redemption and offering to you this sacrifice of thanksgiving, we celebrate his death and resurrection as we await the day of his coming. Lord God, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Sarah, Rebecca, Rachel, and Leah, God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, open our eyes to see your hand at work in the world about us. Deliver us from the presumption of coming to this table for solace only and not for strength, for pardon only and not for renewal. Let the grace of this holy communion make us one body, one spirit in Christ, that we may worthily serve the world in his name. Risen Lord, be known to us in the breaking of the bread. Accept these prayers and praises, Father, through Jesus Christ, our great high priest, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit, your church gives honor, glory, and worship from generation to generation. Amen. and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia! Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Alleluia! The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving." To love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. Amen. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Amen. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. The Lord Almighty, father son and holy spirit the holy and undivided trinity guard you save you and bring you to that heavenly city where he lives and reigns forever and ever amen please stand as you're able and join in singing the first four verses of him 366 found in the blue hymnals Thanks be to God.